Hello there, Alaskans, wherever you are. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right and a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Well, welcome everybody to the Must Read Alaska show. I am your host, John Quick, and I want to welcome you to the Must Read Alaska show. We want to thank all of our uh, listeners, watchers, and readers. We just actually came out with a new stat sheet, which we're very excited about. Um, we're reaching lots of folks. Um, we had uh, 31 million impressions on Google and Bing this last 12 months, 28 million um, people we've reached on social media, 22 million people we've reached on uh, the app Newsbreak, which syndicates all of our stories. Our websites reached about 9.2 million people this last 12 months, and we've had 126,000 people download the podcast, which if in, in the music terms, we've gone gold which is very exciting. And it's thanks to folks like you that are listening and And thanks to our donors as well. We get folks from that donate anywhere from a dollar to $5 to $20 to a hundred dollars a month. And that keeps the lights on here. And we are very stoked about that. We also want to thank our show sponsor, uh, Gungerstein for Senate for sponsoring the show. It's because of uh, her sponsorship that we're able to spread uh, conservative news for all the nooks and crannies of Alaska. Uh, uh, Gungerstein is running for U.S. Senate. Go check her campaign page out. She's a nonpartisan uh, f- person running for U.S. Senate against Lisa Murkowski. And uh, she's uh, in Juneau. And uh, she was on our podcast a couple, I think, last week. So you can check out that episode. But I, without further ado, I, I'm very excited today because what I went around, I don't know, two weeks ago, and I sent an invitation out to all the city and borough or all the borough mayors, some of them have to be, happen to be city and borough of out there in Alaska. And I got a response from almost all of them. And, and I've been able to get maybe three or four of them on the show already. But today I have none other than the mayor of the city and borough of Yakutat, Mayor Bremner. Welcome to the Must Read Alaska show. Thank you, John. Well, uh, how tell tell folks a little bit about how you first got involved in politics and where you grew up. We'll kind of talk a little bit more about, you know, what is what happens in the city of Yakutak, but give folks a little intro on who you are and how you got involved in politics in the first place. Thank you, John. I was born and raised here in Yakutat. I'm a proud graduate of Yaktat High School many years ago. Um, growing up in Yaktat was interesting. It was, we've always been a small, smaller community in Alaska. Um, but growing up here is always full of adventure and it still is for kids. So I'm pretty happy about that. I first got involved in politics with my local native corporation back in the early 2000s. And that was what brought me back to Yakutat. So I was happy to move back. I had been gone for about 18 years and I moved back with a three-year plan to be here. And that was in 2004. So (laughs) it's um, been a a couple of three years. (laughs) 
couple three years. So I um, came back as the president and CEO of the local Native Village Corporation. And I did that for about four or five years. But as I got involved with that, I sorry about that phone. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> Hold on one second. I uh, I started attending city meetings because the local native corporation um, is the largest private landowner in the largest borough in the country. So I started attending the borough meetings just so I could be aware of what the city and borough was doing. And in doing that, I got interested more and more in what the city and borough was doing. So I had filled in, put my name in for a vacant seat on the borough assembly, which I filled and I did that through 2012. And at that time I decided to put my name in for mayor. And that is how it all began. And here I still am all these years later. Well, that's awesome. I um, For folks that have never heard of Yakutat, I want to encourage you that, you know, because we have listeners from really all over the globe that listen in, primarily in Alaska. And I, I know there's folks even in Alaska because maybe they're new to Alaska in the last couple of years. And they haven't even heard of the city and borough of Yakutak, which is kind of the best kept secret of Alaska, if you look at some of the pictures. So tell tell people a little bit about, if you do know, the history of how that became a city and borough and, and uh, just kind of what that city looks like, you know, from the average person, how many people live there. It's a huge borough. Um, and, uh, you know, what, how are, how are housing prices uh, is there any sort of a restaurant or coffee shop scene? Give somebody just kind of a little picture of what Yakutak looks like. Well, Yakutak, in, in my opinion, of course, I'm going to be a little biased, but it is the best spot in Alaska for some of those reasons you just mentioned. We are located um, just under the tallest coastal mountain range in the world, which is the St. Elias uh, Wrangell St. Elias coastal mountains, and we're the northernmost part of Southeast Alaska that still gets to say we're from Southeast Alaska. We're surrounded by beautiful mountains, rivers, um, sandy beaches, 90 miles of sandy beaches, which is unique. There are a lot of things that are unique about Yakutat. We are, as you mentioned, a small community of about 650 people, and everybody stays busy here. <laughs> One of the things about living in, in Yakutat is everybody knows everybody and their business. <laughs> yeah. Hang on one second. I'm sorry. It's all right. The mayor is busy. I busy see the Cindy. Hello. Can I get you to call me back in about 20 minutes? Oh, okay. What can I, what can I do for you? We are a known shipper, and I'll give you our known shipper. Well, for folks that are listening in, Mayor Bremner is so 
awesome about loving her community. She took a uh, call for in the mayor in the middle of the interview because we had somebody that called maybe a couple times and Yakutat is such a small tight community that uh, she she thought it was best to pick up which I totally love. So uh, for folks that are listening just hold on for maybe a couple minutes. She's literally on the other phone helping somebody in her community. You know, it could be a number of different things, but usually it's one of those calls where somebody needs help with something and you're the mayor. So just bear with me. I'm going to be a little quiet just in case she can hear me. I want to be respectful to uh, the, the phone call she's trying to make on the other end, but just bear with us. We'll be back here in the next, I don't know, couple minutes. I'm back. Sorry oh, about you're back. that. No worries. I love that you took a phone call. That shows the uh, heart and soul of uh, your public service. So nice work on that. Um, so I appreciate you giving us a little bit of an overview of Yakutat. Um, what are a couple, you know, you've been the president of the local Native Corp. You've been on the borough assembly. You're now the mayor. What are a couple of accomplishments that you're proud of in your community and uh, why are you proud of them? I guess the first would be getting elected as uh, mayor for I'm in my fourth term right now. And I feel that my community trusts me enough to continue to elect me with um, with solid numbers. Um, it's often when I first got involved, it seemed nobody ever wanted to get involved in local politics here. Of course, there are the few that have always been, but it is a nerve wracking thing to put your name on a ballot and hope things work out. So that is something I'm, I'm super happy about. Um, we have been dealing with a lot of infrastructure, um, aging infrastructure issues here in Yaktat. That's been one of my top priorities to get upgraded. We've been working hard at that. So of course we partner with numerous different agencies uh, around the state to accomplish that. Right now we're having uh, five new lift stations put in and two rebuilt, which is huge on a six-year-old aging system. We're pretty excited about that. And the other big exciting thing coming to Yaktat by the end of um, around October of 2023 is we're gonna have fiber optics. And this oh, has wow. been a goal a for the permit. And it has been our third attempt at the USDA Rural Broadband grant to provide broadband services to rural America. And I guess they say third time's a charm. We partnered with two other communication companies prior to being awarded with the current Cordova Telecom. So not only did we get lucky and get awarded, but with a close neighbor just up the coast makes it even better. Well, that's a big deal that uh, Yakutat is getting uh, high-speed internet. I know that, um, you know, I live in the boonies and the woods on the Kenai Peninsula, and all I had was dial-up in my house, even until five years ago. And uh, when we were able to get at least even DSL, even though it's not super high-speed, it was a game-changer. 
And so that's very exciting for your um, community. So what kind of industry is in your area? Is it fishing, oil and gas, tourism, um, you know, 600 and some odd folks? Um, you know, do you guys have a sales tax? Do you guys primarily operate the government with just a mill rate? Um, paint me a picture of what that looks like. We do have a local sales tax. So not only is it the mill rate, but the borough operates on the sales tax as well as that and revenue sharing. Fishing, I would say, is the main industry with tourism right behind fishing. Um, also, it is a fishing-related tourism. We have the SeaTac River is a world-renowned river that all five salmon species return to. So not only is it a commercial-producing river, but also a sport-fishing-producing river, and more importantly, a subsistence-producing river. So a lot, a lot of action out on the SeaTac River, but fishing would be our main industry. Nice. So you've done, Hoping I think to I see, heard you. Looking to see more. Uh, sorry, cutting out. Oh, that's all right. Looking to see more what? Uh, Non-consumptive tourism. I think we live in one of the most beautiful places in, Al in Alaska or even the world for that. I haven't been to the entire world, but everywhere I've been, this is still my favorite spot. So I'd like to see more people coming to look at the beauty and the nature of Yakutat and not so much fish going <laughs> right out, out, you know, out of our day after day it is a big industry in Yaktat so I would like to see not only more um, not so much more regulation on the fishing industry but more enforcement of existing regulations which we seem to always have plenty of, of regulations but not much enforcement on the state side. Yeah, I uh, we have a at least I do. I'll just speak for myself. Have a love hate relationship with the Kenai River fishing stuff sometimes because you know it's I don't mind folks fishing and having a good time and coming to the Kenai and but uh, oftentimes they leave it worse than they found it and that's a problem when it comes to uh, you know one of the most beautiful places in the world to fish. So um, folks need to rem remember to be respectful when they go to these places unique places all around Alaska and fish. And, uh, you know, you've, uh, I think I heard you say that you've, uh, you're four terms into being mayor. So you probably have a love for Yakutat uh, or else you wouldn't have stayed there in your three-year plan starting 2004. So what is it about Yakutat that grabs at your heart that you love, you know, somebody let's say you're traveling and you run into somebody and, and they say, you live where, why do you live there? What, what is it about <laughs> Yakutat that's special to you? Everything about Yakutat is special. And I would say one of the, the most special things is for people that choose to live in a community, isolated community like ours, um, you're basically family. We're a small community. Like I said, everybody knows everybody. And one of the best things about Yaktat is everybody's willing to help someone out. 
break down on the side of the road, the first car to come along is going to stop and help you out. If they can't help you, they're going to at least get you (laughs) where you need to go. And that's something you wouldn't see in the city. We're very close knit community. And I would say the second greatest thing about Yaktap for me is our culture. Um, We're rich in our native culture here. And the Mount St. Elias dancers, if you ever get a chance to see them, um, they are so moving. You will want to see them again. And I love that it starts with the kids. Um, I always say that our kids and our elders are our most precious resources, even before the fish. Um, we get to learn from our elders how we've lived our culture for thousands of years, and then we get to teach our kids th- those cultures. So I would say that those two things are my top favorite things about living in Yaktat. I don't think I will ever live anywhere else. I'm committed to being here for the rest of my life. I'm having my home built this year, so I'm not sure I can commit to being the mayor for the rest of my (laughs) life, but uh, right now I'm here in Yaktat. My plan is to stay here. Awesome. So what's some uh, a tidbit of advice you'd give folks that maybe are listening and they also live in a small town in Alaska and they're wondering, you know, they're listening to you, Mayor, and, and they've kind of heard your story a little bit about how, you know, you've been successful. You've been the president of a native corp and a, on the assembly mayor for four terms. And they're thinking to themselves in their community, well, how do I make a difference where I live? I live in a small town. I'm not the president. I'm not the mayor how can I still make a difference in small town politics? What would be some advice you'd give that person? I love that question. And I'm always trying to encourage people to get involved because it does start with your community. And if you don't go, I start, like I said, I started by attending meetings, wanting to hear what's going on. The city and borough makes a lot of important decisions that affect the lives of the residents here. So just being informed, um, it starts at home and we're the only ones that can make a difference. And I continue to tell people that, you know, I get questions from people all the time, complaints from people all the time, (laughs) but um, being involved and it doesn't take much to get involved and be involved, especially in a small community. And everybody should care about their community, whether small or large. Um, I think the more people care about where they live, the better your community will be. So even if it means just listening in to meetings, um, we try and tell, you know, get our meetings on teleconference to reach more people. A lot of people don't want to come and speak at a public meeting. It can be as nerve-wracking as doing an interview like this, but it's how it's how it starts. And I can remember one of my first campaign speeches. I stood up in front of my Native Corporation shareholders with the shakiest voice ever, but I had a good, strong message. So I'll say even with the shaky voice, you can make your point clear and you you can still get your points across. So I just try and encourage people to get involved and it does start at community level. So anybody can, 
can be involved. And that's another great thing about YACTAD is, you know, sometimes we might not have but a couple of people in the audience at a meeting and other times we, we might have a house full. And I just say, uh, I try and empathize with everybody and their issues to make sure that they're aware they have been heard. Uh, might not always be able to help them with their issues, but I can at least make sure their their concerns are heard. That's awesome. So who's uh, you've had quite a successful career Who's been a hero for you over the years and uh, why, why, why has that person kind of stuck out in your world as a hero? That was the test. One of your questions you sent, it seems like it comes with many levels. Um, I have my heroes, um, my great-grandfather, Harry K. Bremner Sr., who was one of the five chiefs of Yaktat helped form Yaktat to be what it is today, along with the other chiefs. And I think about him and, and the five chiefs almost on a daily basis. I try and be grounded through the things that they have done. Um, for instance, um, I my day job of not being the mayor is... I manage YCC Inc., which is a bar and liquor store that was started by the five chiefs of Yaktat. Many, many years ago, they saw bootlegging and alcohol becoming an issue, and they realized they were not going to be able to keep it out of the community. So they got on the front end of it and started their process of obtaining a package license and decided that it was coming whether they wanted it or not. And they'd rather be on the front end of it and use it to help the um, community members here. So that was 60, almost 65 years ago. This business has been an operation and helping to support the descendants of the five chiefs, as well as the school district and many uh, local things that we do around here. So it's it's an honor for me to be able to carry on what they started um, right. and to help. We get to help a lot of people in our community and that's always a great feeling. So I'm grateful for that, that they had the foresight to see it. And here we are all these years later and we get to support the school district on a level that most private businesses don't. And education is a very important um, component of being the mayor for me. I feel like I'm continually fighting for those dollars for the school district and trying to find more dollars for the school district. So this is one avenue that I, I'm proud to be able to say we really get to support the district in a way that a lot of people don't. That's awesome. Well, Mayor, uh, do you have any closing thoughts for folks or anything you wish you would have said and slipped your mind here before we uh, head out? Come and visit us. It's a beautiful spot. And that one thing that I always tell people, like when I am traveling and run into somebody and they're like, you are from Yakutat. <laughs> I said, yes, I am the most beautiful spot. And there's something for everyone here. It might not be fishing, but we have some of the greatest hiking and 
beaches in the state. So I say, come and check us out. There's plenty of places and things to do. We do have, you asked a question earlier, I didn't quite answer, and that was coffee shops. We do have a coffee shop in the last three years. Young gal set up a drive through That's been hugely popular. And sometimes you got to wait 10 cars deep to get your coffee. But <laughs> it's there. She's building a, a shop. There are a few restaurants around. There's a couple of grocery stores. So um, be prepared to not have the best internet. But I say it's always a great break. When I moved back in 2004, the first thing I got to do was get rid of my cell phone. So <laughs> they're since back in my life. But there was no cell service when I first got here. And it's still not the best service as well as internet. So that is something that can be problematic for people that are traveling here on a quick vacation, but still have business to, to tend to. Um, so be aware of that. It's not non-existent, but it's going to be slower than what you would have in, in urban Alaska or Seattle. Well, I want to thank you for joining the Must Read Alaska show, Mayor. For folks that are tuning in, uh, you just listened to uh, Mayor Bremner of the city and borough of Yakutat. She has been the mayor there for four terms, assembly member before that, and president of the local Native Corp. She's got a love for uh, Yakutat and uh, wants to encourage folks to come on and visit <clears throat> and do some sightseeing uh, while they're there. And uh, we want to thank our show sponsor, Gungerstein for Senate, for sponsoring the Must Read Alaska show. It's because of their sponsorship that we're able to spread news through all the nooks and crannies of Alaska. And I'm going to be trying to interview every borough mayor over the course of the summer uh, just to give folks a little view of what's going on in Alaska. I think that's, it's important to get to hear from folks, not just in Anchorage or Juneau or Kenai, but literally all over Alaska. So I hope to uh, bring literally every borough mayor on the Must Read Alaska show sometime this summer. So thanks everybody for tuning in. And uh, until some until next time from somewhere in Alaska, I'm John Quick. You're going to want to uh, uh, catch us on the 14th, the 14th, which is in two days. I'm going to have the uh, chief marketing officer and the uh, of Extra Tough as well as the chief executive officer of the uh, company that owns Extra Tough, the publicly traded company. I think we're going to be doing a big giveaway, so you're not going to want to miss out on that. In two days, we're going to be interviewing the uh, um, executive for Extra Tough, which everybody knows Extra Tough is one of the most favorite shoes in Alaska. So until next time from somewhere in Alaska, I'm John Quick signing off. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs>